What's up, Conroe? This is Corey DLG, and you are listening to 104.5, 106.1, the sister stations, and uh, streaming worldwide at IrelandStar.com. You have stumbled onto the greatest radio show. The greatest. The greatest? Is that what I said? Yeah. That's all right. It's it's a combination of all the things that are true about us. Fair enough. We're the greatest, and we're the idiotiest. <laughs> I don't know if that's the one you want to go with, but all right. <laughs> We're the most idiotist of radio shows. Always when you add, like, how many ESTs is enough? I never know. I never know. Anyway, this is Nerd Thug Radio. Est. Est. And I am Corey DLG, and with me today... It's me, Ned. Hey, guys. Uh, he's he's number two, Mike, today. He got promoted because Joey got abducted by aliens. It's true. He was all, build a wall, and they just beamed him right up. They were like, no wall. Now you're in space. UFOs don't need UFOs. Actually, no, it's funny. He's going to the desert right now. He was probably at Roswell, New Mexico as this airs. Oh, that's true. Yeah. So if he does get abducted, I mean. Well, it's too bad. We'll say nice things. Right. Probably. Because he's got a big head. He does have a big head. So we probably shouldn't say any nice things. we got to keep it small. Right. <laughs> we got to do everything we can to get that head out of there. <laughs> get him out of the alien ship. <laughs> yeah, because like, it's probably a one-way trip at this point because the head gets bigger over time. It's true, and they're just, they're just this surprised. Point, like, how are they going to get him out? They <laughs> well, we have th- made a terrible mistake. <laughs> now that they've beamed him up, they are stuck. They have now declared war on the human race <laughs> simply because of Joey. <laughs> they're going to have to take the top of the ship apart and let him walk out. This is like, In space. Yeah, well, obviously. I mean... It's the only place it'll fit. The head, the head keeps getting bigger. Like, it's not going to go anywhere else. And in gravity, just topple him over like a Humpty Dumpty. Create his own gravity. <laughs> This is what happens when you take a week <laughs> off with us. We apparently just say the meanest things possible about your worst physical feature. Wait, we roast you real bad. We're, we're good people, probably. Um, with almost certainty. <laughs> not, it's not a good lawyer, right? Like no. it's, a, it's a terrible lawyer. Terrible lawyers. With almost certainty, I can say my client probably didn't do this. Right. Oh, thanks for the big compliment. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yep, that's the way to do it. <laughs> It's entirely uh, reputable. Anyway, uh, what's going on, man? How's it, how was your weekend? Nothing. Just uh, praying to the Church of Iron, as always. I hate you. Working out. That is the most obnoxious thing you've ever said. Well, now two times in a row. <sighs> <sighs> how is that going, working out and all that? Oh, it's fun. Are you just perpetually sore? Uh, Pretty much, yeah. Like, there's always something where you're just like, this thing hurts today. Right. That's that's how it works. It's up. Oh, this thing finally stopped. Time to hurt something else, and then go back to the other thing that stopped hurting. So, like, here's my thing. Right. I, I've I've done challenges and things, but I've had bets with buddies before. Where like I've gotten in the gym for for like stated durations of time. Right. You know, sixty days, thirty days, two months, whatever. Um, like I hurt the whole time. Like at no point was it ever appealing to be like. Like, I was actually towards the end of, like, every one of those just hoping they wouldn't call and say, hey, we're going to the gym, let's go. Like, I would I would rather they just forget about me at that point. <laughs> just forget about me, I don't want to be here. But, but I'm such a jerk, I don't like to lose, that, like, even though it was only me suffering, I still went and did it, uh, because I, I, I'm not a loser, Nico. I, I don't lose, that's I not what I do. I can't go out like that. Like, even when I play athletic competitions where I have no business, <laughs> I am so emotionally invested in winning. But I'm not a competitive person, like, outside of that. But, like, if, if I bet on something or if I'm in something, like... I'm going to win. Yeah, I don't like to lose. I can't stand that. <laughs> Losing is bad. And, like, sometimes it's not even... Like, it's not even an emotional thing. Because one of them, I think we were betting, like, I had a Spider-Man short shirt that I wore too much. Uh-huh. And they were like, okay, if you don't go, we burn the shirt. If you do go, you win, like, 50 bucks. Like, neither side of that was, like, super appealing to me. Like, just burn the shirt. Like, I don't even... I don't really care about it that right, much. Yeah, but, like, it was so... Did you win the fifty dollars? You know, um, we we wound up calling it a draw because like there were days he didn't call when he went, and oh. then at the end of it he was like, "Well, I went on Tuesday and you didn't come," and I was like, "Well, you didn't let me know." Yeah, <laughs> have to notify me. And he was like, "Oh, so stipulations and rules, right?" Like I can't just imaginary go. I'm not going every day to the gym. Let's not get crazy. I was there in spirit. You shouldn't go every day to the gym. I I won't. <laughs> rest assured, it's not going to happen. Rest assured, you need the rest <laughs> assured. That was actually pretty good. <laughs> that was pretty good. I hate acknowledging when you're funny, but that was pretty good. That was a good one. 
<laughs> rest assured, you need the rest assured. That's that was pretty. I mean, <sighs> you are my little brother. There is a little. There is a genetic. It's in tea there. leaf there somewhere. It's there. We are fifty percent the same. We are fifty percent the same. <laughs> Man, I saw a crazy news article. Uh, More DNA searching. Yeah. No. 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 Worse. Even worse than that. Worse. So when twins are born, it's either one of two ways. They are either one hundred percent genetically identical. Right. Or they are fifty percent genetically identical. Right. And it's the difference between being identical twins and fraternal twins. Right. Okay. There were, uh, I forgot the word they used to describe them. There are a pair of twins born in Australia that are non-identical, non-fraternal twins. Oh, I'm upset right now. (laughs) Their DNA is in the 70 percentile match. They are neither identical or fraternal. How'd that even happen? I don't know. Someone shook that lady when they were not supposed to. Seventy? Um, I guess that would be like less. Seventy-three percent. No, no, because even the minimum, because they're they were conceived at the same time, is fifty percent. Yeah. So, okay. so paternal twins is it paternal or fraternal? I, I think, think it's fraternal. Fr- I think it's fraternal. Fraternal twins are fifty percent genetically identical. Identical twins are one hundred percent. They right. are essentially two copies of each other. Right, because it's the same. It's one embryo splitting. Somehow, these babies. Are between fifty and a hundred percent. Somehow they landed in between. I guess it's just proof that if you do the same thing enough times, like you will get aberrations and weirdness, right? Like that's. I have, I have, I remember watching a, a documentary. I think it was called like Chimera Mom or something like some ridiculous like TLC type thing. Okay. Where it was like it was a woman who was a twin at conception, and then like the twin died, and like she absorbed her or whatever, like in the womb. So she was her own twin. Yeah, she was basically her own twin, so that when her son was born, she didn't have any of the DNA despite giving birth to him. That is awesome. Yeah, it was his. It was her sister that never existed. <laughs> That's whose DNA got in there somehow. Right. See, like, okay, there's clearly a broken thing in the process there, but like, and what we're talking about probably happens point zero zero one percent of the time, but there's eight billion people on the planet. Right. So you're gonna roll it eventually. <laughs> it's gonna happen. Yeah. Is that not a crazy thought? Also, I desperately wish I had a twin so that I could commit a bunch of crimes, but as long as one of us was somewhere, we were always covered. Yeah. Just, just never know. Right. Just never know about the twin. No, no, no. I desperately want to know because I need him for my alibi. When oh. I when I do things like rob banks and leave our DNA everywhere. <laughs> I need him to be like, no, I was with my bro. We were somewhere else. <laughs> we were we were elsewhere. Or I just need one of us to be out of sight and then everyone not know who they saw because we're identical. Right. And then in court, I'm like, no, it's my twin. And he's like, oh, it's not me. And then, like, they never know. Right. Then they can never pin absolute certainty on you. Right. Thus, the legal failings of the justice system comes into play. Reasonable doubt. (laughs) My evil twin. (laughs) Literally evil twin and or good twin. Well, yeah, he, I mean, hopefully he's the good twin because I'm robbing banks, so. (laughs) He's even worse than you. (laughs) It's like, were you robbing banks or murdering everyone? (laughs) Right. "Mm." I was the bank robber. (laughs) Like, I need him to not commit crimes for this to work. If we're both committing crimes in two places at once, it doesn't matter. <laughs> They're just going to be like, okay, well, you I have both you on, did it. I have you on grand theft and arson. <laughs> yeah. uh, are you the same guy? <laughs> Which one do you want? <laughs> oh. <laughs> no one shouldn't have put that place you on fire. screwed it up, Newman. <laughs> you couldn't wait one day. <laughs> said I was robbing a bank today. You couldn't wait one day. Now we have to choose between arson and bank robbery. Stupid twin. <laughs> but now you know. You're now you know you're the good twin. That's right. how you find out. Well, what I did was just bank robbery. What he did was way worse. <laughs> well, that's just funny. They've done a lot of like twin studies where they like have one and they're, they're like separated at birth and then they grow up in like different households. And then they're like, they find each other eventually and they're yeah. like extremely similar. Yes. There's so many times where, or like, and it's weird stuff too, where like they both marry a woman named Jan and you're like, that's not even a good name. Or like, like they're into like the same books. Yeah. Or like they look the same. Oh, wait. Oh, wait. That's Because I think purpose. it's twins. <laughs> that's, that's, a, that's not an accident. Uh, <laughs> we both wear glasses? I can't believe it. Our eyesight is equally as bad. You're just as tall as I am. That's crazy. <laughs> Yes, and you also look the same. <laughs> you look like me? <laughs> you haven't been standing in front of a mirror, have you? That's uh, a whole person. Oh, twins are dumb. 
There's apparently like a twin festival that happens every year where like Oh, I would totally yeah, if I was like if I was uh, I was a twin, I would do all the twin stuff. So like when they say they have secret languages and all that stuff, oh man, I would why wouldn't you? Right. Like be as twin as possible if you're a twin. Like I, the person I hate is the twin who's always like they always dressed us the same and I hated it. Of course they did. It's a novelty act. Like you look just like someone else. Right. And it's always real funny when someone calls you the wrong name cuz it's not you, but you can right. pretend it's not. <laughs> Uh, you could respond to the wrong name and they'll be like, yeah. Right, and they'll never know. Never. There was an episode of Entourage. Uh, there's these two comics. They're twins. I don't remember their names. They're uh, white dudes, though. And they were in Entourage as two of the agents in Ari Gold's firm. And a storyline went on between them in one of the seasons where they hate each other. And finally, when Ari Gold was like, I can't have you guys fighting in the office anymore. Someone has to tell me what's going on. It turns out the wife of one of them cheated with the other one. <laughs> and Ari was like, really? Like, if you're going to cheat, I think you would go totally different. Did did she know it was you? And they're like, yeah, it's my wife. They can tell us apart. And he was like, I don't, I don't, I don't get think, it. I don't think so. <laughs> I, don't, I don't get it. Why would you Why would you sleep with the exact same person? Like, <laughs> Again. <laughs> so, yeah, I mean, that might be degrading the twins. I don't know. Who knows? Who knows? They have their own language. They do have their own language. But I would do every twin thing. I right. would do all of it. I mean, why wouldn't you? Yeah. I would also I would also try and marry twins to make more twins. Right. Well, when you marry twins and you have kids, they're technically siblings, genetically speaking. Like, <sighs> instead of being cousins, they're siblings. This is what I'm talking about. <laughs> this is crazy. <laughs> um, but yeah, I would do all the twin stuff. Wouldn't I mean, how do you not? Right. I mean, if I had a twin, I'd do the same thing. Also, I would do a ton of twin puns. Right. Like, all, all the, the time. Finish each other's sentences. Of course. Just be the most obnoxious set of twins on the planet. Absolutely. Uh, and then, like, do, like, something where, like, one of us wears it on the left and the other one wears it on the right. Oh, and then stand next to each other? All the time. <laughs> all the time. It's just the worst. Just be the worst. Well, like, people would, like... People would get it. They would enjoy it. They'd be like, those guys. Look at them. Twins. Look at them go. Twinning. <laughs> right? Just like, waiting just, for you to oh say God, that. Oh, God, man. How do you not? <laughs> I would twins it up, man. I would also be a sponsor for Twix if I was a twin. Oh. It's the left or right. You have to decide. <laughs> I think that would be the whole thing. It's like we would fight I'm over. I'm surprised they haven't done that yet. We would fight over who's left and who's right. Right. Like, it would be a war of the Twix. The Twix twins war. I don't know why they haven't... Get on this, Twix. What are you doing with your life? Twins the best of time. Twins the worst of time. Oh, my gosh. A tale of two cities. See what I did there? (laughs) Oh, man. Man, I'm so... I I would twin it up, bro. Twinning? Yeah. I would fly, like, twin-engine plane. If it had a twin in it, I would own it. (laughs) Twin-engine plane? Yeah, absolutely. That would be the only thing I would fly. Hey, we're going to take a flight down to Florida. Oh, how many people are going? More than seven? Can't go. Twin-engine plane only. (laughs) That's the only one I fly on. It's the only one I do. <laughs> I would order two of everything, even if he wasn't there. Just, I'd have to. Right, it's completely necessary. Right. I need two Big Mac meals. I mean, my my fat self would eat both of them, but that wasn't the spirit of what I was doing there. <laughs> I would just look at the other one and go, well, I can't throw this away. <laughs> <laughs> it's for my twin that doesn't it's, exist. It's for my twin who isn't here anymore, ever. And this got real sad. <laughs> I miss my twin. <laughs> All right. With that, we're going to jump out to a break. When we come back, we've got probably more Nerd Thug Radio. I would assume. I don't know. It's tough to say. <laughs> Almost certainly. Twin. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session. So let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. This is Rudy Tomjanovich, and welcome to Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? Welcome back to Nerd Thug Radio. Hey, guys. That's Ned, and this is uh, Corey DLG here. 
We are hanging out in uh, Conroe's very own 104.5, 106.1. They are the sister stations, and we're streaming worldwide at IRLoneStar.com. Uh, if you're just joining us, all you've missed is talking about twins, and we don't mean boobies. We I mean, don't. you could. But, I mean, we weren't talking. Right. right. We were talking about actual twins. Genuine twins. 75% twins. Yeah, I don't know how that works. I guess I'm still... Didn't really explain it in the article. It was so much more of the article was like, this is crazy. I mean... Like, there were zero theories on why. <laughs> right. Well, I mean, science is probably like, I don't know. <laughs> this is what we did. No, you didn't. Check it out. Oh, you did. Oh, that's real weird. I don't know yeah, what happened. I don't know about that. I don't know. I like how I like how medicine's the only like field you can do that in, and like it'd be like okay, like that and like meteorology. Well, meteor, you don't have to be right if you're right. Yeah, you're like sixty percent all the time forever. Yeah, and by the way, I have no idea what the percentages mean. I thought like everyone was on the same page on that, and I've since learned that people think drastically different things. What do you mean? So I was always under the impression if a weatherman says it's the thirty percent chance of rain. That what they were saying was in the city limits of Houston, there's a 30% chance that rain will fall. Okay? That makes sense. Someone that's else. That's I thought. That's what I thought. Someone else proposed the theory that they are, the weatherman is saying that the weatherman is predicting that 30% within the city limits of Houston will receive rain that day. Oh, man. I didn't even think about it like that. Right. Like, at first I was like, well, no, that's just, oh. No, that may be right. Right, because like the clouds come in and like racing stripes and right, they're not always accurate. And like it's not a lot of cloud. Like it wouldn't take a lot of cloud to get to like thirty, forty percent. Right, but like the state of Houston's absolutely enormous. Right, but like it, like most places, right, someone was like thirty percent chance of rain. Like it wouldn't take a lot to cover thirty percent of like Oklahoma City. No. So. Yeah. That's I don't know. Wild. I don't know. What the, like, I think it still means there's a thirty percent chance of rain falling anywhere in city. But that wouldn't surprise me. But yeah, if it's if someone was if a weatherman was ever like, no, it's the other way, I'd be like, ah, no, that makes sense. Okay, I can see that. Well, it makes me feel a lot better about all the times it's rained on thirty percent, like wildfire. <laughs> and you're like, I thought they said thirty percent. Right. Maybe, I thought it was, maybe you live in the thirty percent that was I live in the thirty percent that was going to get rain. Not there's a thirty percent chance, and I just got destroyed by a seventy percent. <laughs> right. Exactly. No. I mean, if it's raining, it's a hundred percent. Right. By the way, I also love that Apple will update its app, its weather app. Like, if I'm sitting in a rainstorm, it says 100%, and I'm like, thanks. No duh. I mean, I know. I'm there right now. I, I do I do like it when it's like, eh, it's 60%, but you're, like, watching the <laughs> rainfall, and you're like, mm, I'm going to go with 100, but that's just my guess. Can, can I be the weatherman, too? <laughs> um, okay, so this is kind of cool. We'll do some pop culture, I guess, because it's near the radio. That's usually what we do on I, there. I guess we're obligated to do this. Um, you like TV shows. Yeah, I've, have, I've seen a few. Have you ever heard of the show Jonah Hex? I believe on sci-fi. I, I have heard of it. I haven't watched it, though. I don't think it's... Uh, no, 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 no. Why, uh, Earp. Earp. Wyatt Earp. Or Wyona Earp is what... It, yeah, it's Wynona Earp. Uh, it's the... She's like a descendant of Wyatt Earp. And oh. the gates of hell are open in the city of uh, Tombstone. And like... She, that's what you name your city. I think it's supposed to be like... The actual old tombstone where Wyatt Earp had the shootout at the OK Corral. Right. But I thought that town went away. I, I didn't think it was still a town. But anyway. Know. Anyway, she goes around and she like fights demons with like a magic revolver. It's got a fan base. It's got some interesting stuff. Um, it's got a, a rabid fan base, though. Like, it's had three really good seasons on sci-fi, apparently. I've never seen it, so I don't know. But everyone showed up for work for the fourth season. Mm-hmm. And sci-fi has also approved them for a fifth season. Nice. So everyone showed up for work for a fourth season, and then everyone got sent home. Why? Um, at first, no one knew. Okay. Good sign. And like people were like, hey, like as rumors broke and websites were reporting and people were saying, yeah, they're not filming. Something's going on, blah, blah, blah. Um, Bunch of people are real upset Yeah. And IDW is the publishing company that is connected to all this. It's okay. their property. So Hasbro, um, yeah, the same guys who do that stuff. Um, they Sci-Fi had financed the first three seasons. Okay. Under the terms of the new deal, I'm guessing IDW gets more of the profits for this, but they are now responsible for financing. They can't. Oh yeah, that makes sense. They don't have the money. Right. 
Okay, obviously. That was ob- the obvious decision was we're going to take over financing and we're not going to have money to right. make the show. Right. Like despite the channel being like, "Hey, you're good for the next season and the one after that too." I <sighs> You got 4 and 5 and they're like, "We got $8." <laughs> right. So like my thing is coming up on this like whenever the terms changed, "Hey, like, was no one in legal like, hey, we're 100% responsible for this? Well, or surely, even partially. Surely someone saw that. Like, because sci fi would, I would think in the meeting, sci fi would be like, listen, we want to do a four season. We want you guys to take over finance, though. Like, we got other projects we're going to work on. This show is established. In sci fi's mind, they probably have paid enough to IDW at this point that they feel like IDW could assume it. Right. Which would be reasonable, considering they've already done three seasons. Have been like, there's a huge fan base behind this. All you have to do is make this season, and keep, people will we watch keep it. Go- exactly. And, and they're uh, like, oh, we got no money though, right? <laughs> More interesting than that was apparently early January. Uh, there was an investment made into IDW for around twenty to thirty million dollars. So part of the conversation's got to be like, where'd that money go? <laughs> yeah, or why are we not using it? For this, for, yeah. If it's earmarked for something else, maybe we, maybe we make some changes to our plans. Because I gotta think having a TV show is worth more than than having something else go on there, right? Right. Not only that, it's it's also a continuation of an already popular series, so you don't have to like really bring in a ton of new people. Right. You're not launching something. Right. It's different if it's like we're gambling on this. This is already gonna be season four and five. Also, like if you have the fixed cost like that, like you know how much four and five should cost. Right. How much did one, two, and three cost? Right. So you should at have least a, average that out. Like, you should have a pretty decent idea. And if you have a guaranteed air for season four at the very least, how do you not line up the people for that? How do you not line up the money for that? I don't know. This is just this is I've never heard of this ever happening. I, I was trying. I've been trying to think about it the past few days of like other examples, like weird things where someone was like, "Yeah, we want to make it, but you're not interested." Um, the only other thing I can kind of think about is Deadwood. You know, it was an HBO show. Right. Where HBO was like, yeah, we love it. Um, and the, basically what happened was some of the actors and the creator were kind of like, yeah, we're sort of, we want to take a break. But we're not saying never, we're just taking a break. And they kind of never came back to it. They're now about to start filming a Deadwood movie. Oh, okay. But it's been like nine years. Right. Well, yeah, but I feel like that's a t- different story entirely. It's not like, we. D- it's the creator being like, well, we kind of don't want to do Deadwood right now. Right. Versus. But, but that's as close as I can think of. Right, like this is this is I think uh, probably unprecedented in like at least television. Maybe no, there's I, I mean, feel like I feel like there's something that like sim something similar happened, but like this is already a show that is on its fourth season. Like I'm sure production companies have gone broke before, right? Right. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure, sure that's that happened. That's but happened. this is IDW. This isn't like some guy off the street. Well, that's the other thing is like they've got other revenues coming in. Right. Like, do they just make zero dollars? Do they not even budget out for it? And then they I were like, know. oh, I guess we just don't have the money for this. I don't, or maybe they thought. And then what happens to the fifth season? Or maybe does they it just get. No, well, just, I mean, if you don't film, you don't film. I mean, there's nothing there. You just, you just bunk the show like it's just done now? I guess. Like, there's, they say they're working on it. And they say they're trying to come up with a solution. Right. Is there a solution of pull up an entire amount of funds for an entire two seasons of a show. Well, yeah, there's all kinds of like there's all kinds of actors and stuff who get involved and in, I mean, it can't be that much to make a TV show. Um I mean, even okay, so Lost was one of the bigger budget shows, right? Right. And the pilot cost like 1 and a half million dollars. But that was for the pilot. Like after that the episode costs were, were significantly lower. Um Friends for a long time was affordable. I mean, at the end the six cast members were each making a million dollars an episode, but... It's because it had been going on for so long. And it was so successful. Right. Uh, I mean, you come up with the money at that point. Like, they, everyone knew there was so much money. I mean, the, the Friends, actually, each of them still gets a check for 20-plus million dollars a year just from uh, residuals. That's insane. So, just from syndication, they still get paid. Wild. That's why you don't see them in a lot of stuff. They're very selective. All of them are very selective about what they do because... They don't have to. They don't have to do anything. <laughs> right. They're, they can be done with their acting careers. No one really cares. <laughs> yeah. So, like, they now get to pick and choose. That was why, like, when Jennifer Aniston and Brad Pitt were together, they had the, uh, I think it was called Plan B Productions, and it was like their backup plan for acting was to to produce movies to get into the, to make even more money 
and they could do that because she was already getting twenty million a year, and he was already making, you know, two really? or three feature films a year, and all kinds of money coming in. Um, I think actually, Mr. and Mrs. Smith was the only thing that ever got made under that production company while the two of them were together, and that's the movie where he left her for Angelina Jolie. Nice. So in hindsight, it wound up being a bad idea, but at the time, however, however, um, like I'm trying to think of like. It happens in movies a lot. Um, yeah, but I think I feel like movies are almost a different thing. Well, there's a lot of times where like, because there's a lot of times where it's like, but like I don't know, like if there's like ever been a movie where it's like, but number but number three and four just don't exist because I ran out of money. <laughs> well, there's or, a lot of times where like they don't happen because so and so needs to put money in escrow by X time in order to secure the services of people. Right. You know, like okay, I'll I'll be your star, but in order for me to be the star, the money has to be deposited. By this date, or I move on to another project. Right. And if the producer's not sure, like, oh, I can put the $5 million in the account, and that means I never get it back, even if the movie doesn't make. But if it looks like the movie's not going to make, I I'm don't not put gonna, the... Yeah. I'm not going to do it. Right. And so then they lose their star, and then they got to scramble. And I'm just worried over. about the fans of this series that are, are getting let down as we speak. Yeah, definitely, because it should be filming right now. Right. It should be filming right now for, like, a late summer release, I'm guessing. Um, probably October because it's like spooky and scary and stuff. Um, you know, theming. Yeah, theming. But like, I it is a little weird. It's a very weird scenario because you know they had to have seen it coming, right? And so then all of a sudden, it's did they just did something happen? Like, did plans fall apart, or did they just not? Someone was just woefully unprepared. <sighs> you know what? Like that happens sometimes. Uh, how much time we got? We got a whole. Ten seconds. <laughs> so when, uh, not to be political about it, but when Obamacare rolled out, they purposely had waited X amount of years, like two years, I believe. But the federal government had already set aside the money for like the websites and stuff. And famously, there were a bunch of websites that incorrect, like were not ready. They had a whole year of funding to build the websites. I think Oregon had spent like $30 million <laughs> building a website that didn't do anything it was supposed to do on launch day. Right. Then you're kind of like, how did you... What'd you do the past year? How did we get here? Like, how did you not, how did you, how did you not see this coming? Right. And this is one of those things. Like, I mean, it's not injury. It's not like, like did someone drop a credit card and now they can't find it. Like you had to have known you were going to be funding season four. It's just written, not even in the fine print. It's just agreed upon. It's just agreed upon. That has happened before. When we come back, I'll, I'll give you an example of a, it happened one time in sports and it cost a guy a lot of money. Fair enough. All right. This is Nerd Thug Radio. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerd Thug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hi, this is Kevin Smith, former Dallas Cowboy, Texas A&M Aggie as well. And I want to say what's up to Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back to some more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Corey DLG, and with me today is Ned. Wow, way to way to get the enthusiasm <laughs> rolling. I uh, I got excited and I looked over and there was no Joey Savage. It was he's gone. He's gone. Ducted by aliens. Took the week off. Uh, actually, he is in Las Vegas. Actually, right. he's coming back right now. From right now, he is on his way back from Las Vegas. He went to Las Vegas to compete, and actually for his daughter to compete for the little Sadie Savage to compete in the Cox ATA's big. Uh, I think it's a regional event. It's essentially like world championships. Right. But I don't know what they call it. I don't want to get it wrong. Why don't you go ahead and tell everybody about Cox ATA while we're talking about them? Though. Well, uh, despite having a lot of champions, they're a great place to go for these newbies if you have anything you new one you got to. Um, in terms of like training, self defense, self improvement, they got all kinds of courses for all sorts of ages, from the little ones to up to like one million, you know, just in case you're an immortal. <laughs> um, 
Well, they got two locations, one in Magnolia, one in Canro. There you go. Uh, and they just do a lot. They have a lot of training. They have a lot of courses. Mentioned Nerd Thug Radio. You get two free weeks of training. And they have everything from like self-defense to like, uh, I think they even do the Hapkido now, which is like the... Tai Chi. The, yeah, Tai Chi. That's what it is. It's like the redirecting. Right. So. Uh, but yeah, it's a great place to go. Uh, check them out. They are friends of the show. The Nerdy Ninja has been on the show before. We're going to try and get them back on actually now after the break um, when they come back from Vegas. Um, what what's the th- what lead me in here? Oh, they they teach life skills. They build or they <laughs> they build leaders and they leave a legacy. That's Cox ATA right there in Conroe. Check them out on our Facebook page. We link to them all the time. They're our buddy, and since you are, you should like them too. Like it's like we only know cool people, right? Uh, anyway, I promise a little anecdote on the way out the door right there before the break. Um, Terrell Owens. Terrell Owens. Known for a lot of controversy, a lot of dumb things. Fair enough. Um, he was towards the end of his career in San Francisco. He still played for a few more years after this, okay? Um, we were talking about people screwing up things that are really obvious that they shouldn't. Right. Uh, for example, Money. the show uh, Winona Earp uh, is not filming right now because they're trying to find financing for their fourth season because financing shifted from the Sci-Fi Channel to IDW, the comic book publisher and producer of the show. Technically, this was their season to produce financially, and apparently they are unprepared. Woefully. They have no dollars. They sent everyone home. Um, yeah, everyone's at home right now while they're trying to put together the funding, but there's a lot of questions about that because it just seems like poor planning. So this little anecdote came up here. Uh, Terrell Owens was in San Francisco his first, I believe, four or five years. Played with Jerry Rice and Steve Young and all that. Had a great co- uh, catch in one of the playoff games that got him to the Super Bowl. He re- he. This is where he cemented his his status in the league as a top level receiver. Uh, he had announced publicly at the end of the season that with one year left on his contract, or maybe even two years, that he was going to opt out. That he had an opt out clause that he was going to take. He was going to be leaving the San Francisco 49ers. That's what he wanted to do. Done deal. He's opting out. So he was going to be a free agent. Um, his agent, in good faith, started looking around and finding places for him to land, finding a team and a market value and blah, blah, blah. And uh, his agent forgot to fax in, by the cutoff date, the notification that he was opting out of his contract to the league. Oh, so he said he was opting out and didn't. He, he announced he was opting out, and there's a date on things like this. Um, right. the, the new league year usually starts somewhere middle March, like March 20th, March 25th, somewhere in that range. Mm-hmm. That's Corporations get to pick when their years start. The NFL is a corporation, and they chose middle March. So every year at some particular date in March, the NFL starts over. Uh, and so a lot of your opt-ins and opt-outs are on, on the day before or the day after, essentially. Okay, new year, okay, I went off the team. So there was a date. Let's say it was March 22nd. By March 22nd, his agent was required to notify the NFL. Forgot. <laughs> Just didn't do it. And it's not done. Just flat out didn't do it. Keep in mind, T.O.'s already had a press conference, and the agent is already finding new teams for him to play for. <laughs> but didn't quite follow through on but that. But failed to, to submit in writing that he was opting out. The 49ers jumped on it. And immediately notified the league that he had missed his deadline. He is still a San Francisco 49er. And they were now interested in trading him. <laughs> under the contract he currently has. Oh, no. So, obviously less money than he is now set up to secure. He basically had an agreement in principle with the Philadelphia Eagles. And it was for good money. I think at the time, like $45, $48 million. And... They had already agreed in principle, and actually I think it had even been announced because they could do business before the end of the year, blah, blah, blah. So, like, the Philadelphia Eagles and Terrell Owens have agreed in principle to a contract at this amount. They can't sign it until this date because of blah, blah, blah. Well, the agent forgets to send in the fax. Oops. So now he's not a free agent. So now he can't sign with Philadelphia. So San Francisco trades him to Baltimore (laughs) for a draft pick. For $32 and a shoelace. Right, but they don't care because they were going to lose him for free. So now they have control of him still because he screwed up. Send him to Baltimore. He flat out says he doesn't want to go. He's like, I'm not going to Baltimore. I'm I'm not going to happen. I got a contract. I'm going to Philly. 
And he had to file players' union grievance. The union and the league get together and, like, what are we going to do here? And the union's like, are you guys really going to make him go to Baltimore? Over Like, he already announced he was leaving. He negotiated in good faith. Basically, he he won his case, but the NFL, like, rewarded Baltimore and San Francisco with, like, picks to kind of balance it out. Sort of. And then he goes to Philly. And he gets his money in Philly, and he gets to play in Philly. Well, that all worked out fantastic. But he fired his agent. I think firing the agent is what made it all happen, because essentially he was like, you didn't what? <laughs> what do you mean I'm still yeah. part of the 49ers? <laughs> what? They're going to do what? And he was like, nah. And he fired the agent. And I think firing the agent was the thing that made it able for the league to be like, look, the agent screwed up, not the player. So let, we can make all of this right. Right. Um, that's a small stupid of a nerd thug sports. I mean, I love when stuff like that happens because it's always silly to me. Uh, there was another one one time where <sighs> blanking on his name, he was an outside linebacker for the Broncos, and they gave him a deadline. And they said we're offering you twenty two million for three years, but you gotta you gotta tell us like now. You gotta tell us by this date by midnight because if not, we're moving on to the next guy. Like free agency is about to happen, and we don't we can't we don't have time. So it's a yes or no by this time. And the agent couldn't get the fax machine to work when they wanted to submit the signed contract. Oh, no. So Denver waved them. <laughs> and uh, I, don't under, like, I don't understand. If we were like, you don't have like a cell phone. You can't like call. I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't know. Like, how do you not just email it? Right. Boop. And why not do it the day before? Like, if you know, you know, right? <laughs> right. But these guys always wait till the, like the last minute. And we wound up going to Baltimore. As an edge, he got he got basically. Apparently, the same everyone money. goes to Baltimore when they don't well, want to be somewhere no, else. No, he went to Baltimore. Oh. The other one didn't want to go to Baltimore. He did. No, I'm saying they're going to Baltimore, yeah. as in like they're getting traded. Well, Baltimore is all about it. Like Baltimore, they're is, like, heck yeah, they consistently build a winning franchise. And so, anytime somebody's like, hey, we might leave, they're always at least they always pick up the phone at least, and they're like, hey, what are you, what are you, okay, you want to come Baltimore? How you feel about Baltimore? Also, Ray Lewis at that point was like pushing them because. He was running out of time. Like he was getting older, and he was like, "We got to bring some folks in because we're gonna win one more, and then I'm out." <laughs> we got one more. We got one more. Um. All right. So this weekend, last weekend, I I uh, became Twitter famous. Nice. Yeah, I trended a little bit on accident. I didn't. I didn't mean for this to happen. I didn't because like it was uh, it got weird. It got ugly. How much? Uh, how do I? How much time do we have? Because I got to kind of explain this a little. Uh, bit. we got a whole like minute. <laughs> okay. Good. Um, I guess we'll get into it after the thing, but I'll premise it here. All right. Um, so we've talked about the comics gate community before and how they're right. essentially, they just don't like it cause it's changing. Yeah. They don't like diversity. They don't, they feel like they, they feel like this isn't diff. This is different and thus not as good. Correct. So there's this girl on Twitter. Her name, her user, her tag is Ren famous, R E N famous. And essentially she's just been reporting people for hate speech. Out of the comics gate group, just turning them in, turning them in, turning them in, turning them in, turning them in. Well, they like they've they've come at her now. It's like a war between her and them, the whole community and her. This this girl is just having a war. Well, Twitter beef is stupid, right? Well, um, when we come back, I I accidentally got involved. I didn't accidentally get involved, but I got involved. You got involved, and it blew up, and it turned into a huge mess. Oh lord, yeah. Uh, this is Nerdthug Radio, and we got more of it coming at you. What's up, Conroe? It's the Captain Joey Savage of Nerdthug Radio. School is back in session, so let's talk about Cox ATA Martial Arts. As the leader in the American Taekwondo Association in North Houston, with two convenient locations, there's one in Conroe next to the Academy on North Loop 336, one in FMF 1488 in Magnolia. They have martial arts, self-defense, and leadership programs for everyone in the family. For those interested, check them out at coxata.com. And for those interested as well, mention Nerd Thug Radio to receive two free weeks of training. Cox ATA Martial Arts. We teach life skills, we build leaders, we leave a legacy. Hey, Haywood Jeffries, former Houston Oilers wide receiver on Nerd Thug Radio. Welcome back, Conroe, to some more Nerd Thug Radio. This is Corey DLG, and with me, as always, is the Captain Joe. Oh. 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 He's gone. 
So today on mic number two, you have a special guest from mic number three. It's a promotion. Right. I'm here this time. For little brother Nico. Hey. That's me. Basically, you've heard him all week. Like the, we did, we did our sports show, then we we did the wrestling right, show. Yeah. And See, you thought you got rid of me with the with the new change, and then I was back again, <laughs> back at it again, boys. To be fair, you only missed me like once a week. <laughs> I went from three times to two times. Yeah, it's kind of a week, right? Like it's like <laughs> eh, well, hmm. just one more. We still make you do the work for the third one too. Right? Like, yeah, it's not any better. <laughs> is it? Is it more like? Do you like the editing more? or Do you like being on the air more? Uh, I, like I don't really on, care. No, okay. I'm just kidding. I'm just uh, kidding. I'm hurt. I'm offended. <laughs> I'm no, kidding. I like I like being on the air. It's fun. Okay, well, I we don't fun. let you talk though. Right? Yeah, but I don't know. Just like hanging out. No, I'm just messing with you. I like hanging uh, out. It's cool. It's fun to do the sports show with you. Especially because I know nothing. Right. It's it's. I just like having you explain things to me. <laughs> like, it's one of my favorite things. I I'm like, oh, really? What is it? I Who is this? I don't know why, because I'm the biggest <laughs> ever, and you're a very nice person, and you're always like, explain it, Papa, and I'm like, I hate you. <laughs> Just, I always use the rudest words possible. <laughs> <laughs> it's whatever. Barely genetically me. I don't even like you. Um, <laughs> Explain it to me. Explain it, Papa. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, uh, Rinfamous is out there on her own on the battlefield and you in were, the Twitter war. And you were like, bet. Well, someone basically said, because she was like, listen, the comics industry doesn't want this sort of thing in it. Like we, they don't like this kind of these attitudes, yeah. yeah, in it. Um, and someone was like, "Well, if 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 you speak for all of them, how come none of them ever speak up for you?" Kind of logic is that I don't know, but I was like, you know what? Like, it's really not that big of a deal, right? It's not that serious. It's not that serious. Um, the other thing is like, if you want to be like, "Oh, I don't like the way things are going," it's like, "Well, then don't." Don't don't support it. Don't read it. Right, and so like we'll get. We live we live into we live into capitalism where you can just choose not do to whatever do whatever you want to do. Right, and we're we're gonna get into that as part of this. Okay, so I went ahead and got involved, and I just said I said, well, listen, I think what she's doing is right. I I agree with her. I put this was my tweet. I said I gladly stand with Ren Femis and don't buy a second that she spreads hate. I think she's been on an account accountability campaign, and you internet babies can't handle it. That's fair. They were looking for somebody to stand up for. They didn't think anybody would. I said something. It's been liked 87 times. It's been repeated. It retweeted nine times, and it's got nine comments, but all of the comments then have massive chains under all of them. My phone blew up for like three days. Nice. So you just have to put your phone on silent. All these, like all these darn Twitter notifications, and I was like, I was like, I don't, so then I get roped into this because people are coming at me like I'm the jerk. And I was like, listen, you guys are the ones who said nobody supports her. And all I had to do was say, I support her. Right. And now you guys are mad at me because I support her. Well, listen, you said no one supports her. People stepped up and said they do. Now what? Like, what Twitter, you? Twitter doesn't make any sense. People get upset over nothing. Well, so then it, it devolved into the Captain Marvel movie was going to tank. The comics gate people are mad at Brie Larson. Which, I, okay, like, this is one thing I didn't understand because it's like, they didn't care when Wonder Woman came out. Okay, so here's the deal. They cared for like a second. The reason they, I found out in this Twitter explosion why they are mad at Brie Larson. Because I was like, why are you guys like, what is it? I don't understand. Because like, she's not as attractive as Gal Gadot. Uh, Gal Gadot is beautiful. I know. <laughs> um, But, no, that's not what the issue is. The issue is Brie Larson was part of the Wrinkle in Time movie. Okay, that movie wasn't good, but all right. Um, I didn't see it. I don't know. Um, the books were great when I was a yeah, kid. Yeah, the book was good. So like, I, books, I didn't, I don't know how I didn't care were. to see the movie. Um, Oprah's in it. Yeah, I know. Um, but anyway, and it's and it's it's a book about a teenage girl, and it's a book for a biracial teenage girl. That's what it's about. When she gave a speech at some award she was receiving, Brie Larson said, "I want to be clear. I don't. I'm not mad at white dudes, but I don't want to hear what white dudes have to say about this movie because it's not for them." That's what she said. So because I don't know, I feel like that's a that, I feel like that was kind of unnecessary. Do you think so? I think so. I think it's like that's kind of being like, well, I don't care about your opinion because of your race is a little bit. It is r- it, a little bit it aggressive. Is, in, if you and I'm, and, I'm, like, and I'm paraphrasing her. She gave a speech. 
Right. But and that's I, the theme of the speech. The theme of the speech was opportunities aren't equally given, but talent is equal. And she was like, there are talented people who should have the opportunity to review and speak on this movie. Right. And so that was... That's, the th- no, that's a fair point. That was the theme of her speech was there are other people who probably have a a more grounded opinion of this movie than white dudes. Because it's not about their journey. It's about someone else's journey. So while right, you might I, have an opinion on it, it might not be... It's, not, it's obviously not going to be the same, and it's not going to be, you know... Right. Like, let's say you and I are listening to an album in a car, and we're talking about it. And someone pulls up next to us and tells us their opinion of the album we're listening to. We don't care. No, that's fair. That's that's what I equate this to. No, that's a good that's a good analogy for it's, it. It's like an outside voice having an opinion on an inside story. And so, what she was saying was, "Let's hear from other people about this," which is fine. I think that's a way. Of, that's definitely a lot, that's a lot better of a, a, a summarization than. Don't talk about it when you're white. <laughs> right. You're right. No, and that's fair. And I'm, I'm probably the worst person to paraphrase something. <laughs> um, but essentially, what Comicsgate got out of it was don't talk about it if you're white. And so they were upset. So because of that, they've now turned on her 100%. They just don't like Brie Larson. Right. Because she said that, now the charity thing that they're doing, where I don't think she's even involved with the charity. If I'm being 100% clear, I'm... We're just not sure. I'm 80% sure someone else was coll- was doing a Kickstarter to send little girls to see Captain Marvel. I don't think Brie Larson was in it at all. And I do um, I do remember them doing a, an all-female screening for, for Wonder Woman. For Wonder and Woman. it was probably the same people. It okay? wouldn't surprise me. Um, and Brie Larson, though, had the audacity to get involved and pump it up. Uh, which Gal Gadot was involved in the other one, too. Probably. And I don't, like, I don't, it doesn't, shouldn't matter. It's not a big deal. But because it's Brie Larson and because she's already said this, it was fuel for their fire. Um, and so that's the direction they went with it. Fair enough. Uh, people, so, people will be sad. People will be upset. And so like they're predicting the movie will tank now. They had dropped the score on Rotten Tomato to 20%. The movie doesn't come out for another 10 days. Actually, it comes out this weekend now. But when this happened last week, the movie was still more than 10 days away. That's what I don't understand. It's like, well, it's like, well, it's only like 30%. You're like, yeah, but that's like... A million years away from now. <laughs> the movie has the movie won't come out for ten more. They hadn't even done the premiere yet. So what how could it possibly be at thirty like um but so the Comicscape people though, like they just have it so they just have it in their head, right? Like they just they're going after it. So then they went after Rotten Tomatoes for taking away their ability to tank a movie before it comes out. Uh, Which should be a feature to begin with. I'm I'm just going to say that outright. I think that's real stupid that you can rate a movie you haven't seen. Right. Well, and technically what they were doing was like, the the poll question was like, do you want to see? It was oh, antici- like, it was like an anticipation measurement. Yeah, it was like, do you, are you excited about this movie? I think probably was the Rotten Tomato question. But, that's, I mean. But I'm, I mean, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't use that at all either. No, and I think IMDB actually uses film searches to show like build up for movies which makes way more sense yeah it does um, thank you imdb the eternal resource for all things movie related. right and i think i've seen on there they literally are just like this this searches for this movie have gone up six thousand percent in anticipation of the release you know what i'm saying right yeah and so people are looking for this movie because it's coming out soon exactly um comics gate though what they've done now is they've just started kickstarting their own books They've completely left the comic book community, and they've just started kickstarting their own books. Which um, that's that's good. You should Fine, do that. Right. The first one just recently came out. I'm not going to advertise the name of it. Uh, people have been making a lot of fun of it on Twitter, posting pages from it. It's not. It's not good. Art's not great. It's not written well. But at least they did it. At least they were like, it, it, if I want to do comic books, I, I did a comic. This book is the comic book I want to see. Boom. So now people can judge. Okay, well, it's pretty bad. Um, also, the guy who like the professional who's running all this Ethan Van Skyver he's like the guy they all look up to he's he's a working comic book professional or he was until his politics got him basically blackballed and fired he kickstarted his own book Cyberfrog Cyberfrog the kickstarter ended he made half a million dollars there you go uh the book was supposed to come out in November it is February almost March no it is March no book big yikes no book 
big. Um, well, I mean, like, I feel like that's every other Kickstarter, though. I, I feel like there's I been, do like... I think that's a theme in Kickstarter. However, he, he, he got involved in our Twitter battle because someone was basically like, shouldn't he be drawing pages instead of making YouTube videos? Like, why is he... Shouldn't he be getting to work? And he was like, of course he's not. Well, he posted a bunch of, like, drawn and finished pages. And you can see how many there are, roughly, because they're stacked and spread out, like, fanned out. Mm-hmm. It's about 30. It's a 48-page comic. You got, uh, like... <laughs> you got like 18 pages, my dude. He did 30 pages in seven months. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, because someone posted it at me and was like, he is doing it. And I was like, cool. He'll, he'll be done this summer. <laughs> Eight months after release. Yeah. It's finally out. And you're right. That is a Kickstarter thing. That's like, it, there's no enforcement mechanism. Right. And that is sort of unfortunate. But nobody wants to be the project manager of Kickstarter. Like, that would be a terrible job. I think it's funny because uh, pretty much everyone who knows their Kickstarter is like, I didn't understand money until I had it, and then it was gone, and then I needed more. <laughs> right. Uh, or somebody tried to do a movie one time, and Kickstarter was like, yeah, the limit's you're way over, so they had to go to Indiegogo. Right. Which is even more of a scam, but I, I don't want to get into that tangent because we have literally zero seconds left. Yeah, and Indiegogo pays you no matter if it makes or not. That doesn't make sense to me. Right. Whether it makes or not, and uh, unlike... Kickstarter, Kickstarter. If you're uh, promoting a product, you have to have a proto, a working prototype. And yes. Indiegogo, nope. I don't. Yeah, it doesn't work for me. And like the just the idea that like you don't like, like there was like a laser razor. It was well, like you're supposed to shave with a laser beam, and you're like, cool. this is pretty cool. And it made like 1.8 million dollars. And then Kickstarter was like, hey, you got a prototype? And they're like, nope. And they're like, oh, it's too bad. Boop. <laughs> and they just That's, deleted it. Uh, <laughs> But that does you the favor, right? Because you get the money back. And right. You're never yeah. going to get Laser Razor anyway. Right. Although that is the name of my rap album. The Laser Razor. Laser Razor. Anyway, uh, yeah. So this is Nerd Thug Radio this week. It's it's sad to end on that note. You wish people would just get along more. Support what you like. Yeah. Do what you enjoy. There you go. Anyway, uh, for the, for the captain Joey Savage and for me Corey DLG and for Ned me, me. same Nerd Thug time, same Nerd Thug channel. <laughs>